What in the world are you doing? This oh. is a Bramble Jam podcast. Sorry. Sorry. Hi, I'm Bran. I love Hallmark movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark movies. <laughs> I'm Dan, and I screw up intros and despise Hallmark movies. And I'm Rakia Bernard, and I'm in Hallmark movies. And this is the Deck the Hallmark podcast. You've made mistakes before. I have, but in this particular case, the mistake was all yeah. mine. It's we do this new uh, intro thing yeah, for I, our network. I love it. It's for our podcast network, but I had never heard it while we're recording. Yeah, because I'm not on that side of things. Yeah, yeah it was probably one of the more embarrassing. It's moments really embarrassing for me yeah. personally, and I hate that it happened in front of Rakia. I'm yeah. sorry, <laughs> Rakia. <laughs> Well, I love that it happened in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Rakia, uh, everybody knows you. If they like the Evergreen movies, they know you. If they watched uh, Hearts of Winter, they mm-hmm. love you. Um, or we, a, a thousand other things. If you look right. her up on IMDb, I mean, the movie <laughs> Wonder she was in. She was in Travelers, which is one of my favorite Netflix shows. On The Magicians, uh, on uh, the TV show Van Helsing. I mean, she's been, you've, you've done it all, Rakia. Yep. Yeah, I try. And and really, all of that has led you here to where I think everybody is going to know you from, which is the Deck the Homework podcast. So thank you so much for yes. joining us today. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, now, Rukia, you're a huge fan of the pod. You told us that before. And what's your favorite episode? Which one do you think is really sticks out to you? <laughs> the one that I listened to when you guys called me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good that one. one. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, a good, good one. one. That's a good yeah. one. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, it is it is such a joy. Um, I, we always like to start, I think, at the beginning, um, not of today, not of yesterday, <laughs> but of life, um, yeah. which we all have one of those. And so tell us about your life growing up, uh, kind of what you were into and how you ended up thinking that acting was something that you wanted to dive into. Oh, wow. That's a big question. I know. That's like, what, this is, consider this well, inside the, the actor's studio. Of, what? <laughs> Consider this in, consider this inside the actor's studio, and we'll talk about Hallmark for like 10 minutes at the end. Uh, That's pretty much what Inside this. the actor's studio, that show. <laughs> I'm more interested in the interviewer than the actor, usually. Yeah. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, it's more of a it's better character study. Yeah. Anyway, um, in the beginning, there was a mother and a father from Kenya and Jamaica. <laughs> And they moved to Toronto and had a child, then had another child named Rukia Bernard. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, I was, uh, my, my older sister and I, we were always, um, really, we've always been tight, we're still tight. And uh, we would, we were those kids that would watch TV and be like, I want to do that, right? <laughs> I'm going to do that, right? And, and then we would. And, um, or we'd go and see like a dance performance and we would like learn it and then practice it at home and then sit our parents down to watch it. So this, uh, I guess the kind of performing bug was always in me. Um, I, uh, my parents nickname for me was Miss Dress Up. <laughs> I would, uh, always go through their closet, trying on stuff and acting like different people, if you can tell. And, um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, no, that was, uh, that's the genesis of Rakia. Um, it wasn't until high school, I hated high school, so I fast-tracked through it, and, um, I, uh, was like, oh, okay, well, I'm done, 
what am I going to do? And, uh, you know, coming from immigrant parents, the idea of going out and getting a job or traveling was just not an option. And actually being an actor was also not an option. But um, I was, I'm sure they would be like, oh, she's supposed to be a doctor or whatever. And uh, but I was like, no, I'm going to be an actor. My parents were like, OK, we'll give it a couple of years. And then see how it goes. And, you know, I got into a good theater school in Toronto, uh, Ryerson Theater School, blah, blah. And, um, <laughs> and I graduated with an agent and was working with it a month. Wow. So that kind of reassured my parents. That's not to say there hasn't been downs. There's been lots of downs and some great ups. But uh, it's been a journey over the last... 20 years <laughs> so what's the uh what was the first gig you get you get out of theater school get a manager and you're working a month later what is that gig that gig was a movie of the week that i wish was an actual feature directed by spike lee's dop for all of his greatest movies he's ever done in what? my opinion yeah, Ernest Dickerson. The guy was amazing. I wish I could work with him again. Um, he he was just so gentle and nurturing. He hired acting coaches because I wasn't the first one, the first newbie that had a who got the gig, right? And right. Uh, but he was like, "You don't need an acting coach." And you know, I just ended up. Sorry, do you guys swear on this? Uh, you can this? you can do you. It, it's technically a family friendly podcast, but we can edit Ooh, accordingly. Okay. You're you're well, totally keep, keep fine. PG because when my kids aren't home, I tend to get really potty mouth and enjoy the potty mouthiness of not having kids around. But I'll do. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so no, I ended up just like shooting the poop with yeah. uh, the the acting coach there and Ernest was just a visionary I thought um mm. the way I would shot that movie the the message behind it was it was based on a true story and uh and wow. it was a great intro to uh this this business yeah I'm interested like uh a lot of people we we watch movies watch TV we see people act and we're like that's cool like they like there's some really great actors that give so many amazing performances and yeah. I'm interested in you know what what was the biggest takeaway for you coming out of acting school that you went in there and you were like I'm going to go I'm going to learn how to act I'm sure that experience was so much di- so much more different than you would have thought so walking away what's the biggest difference um, between what probably us that we think about acting school and what acting school actually is Oh acting school there's some weird stuff you do man <laughs> like really weird and everyone's just kind of pseudo hippie you know like let's go do this weird stuff publicly in the park and i was like no right? i'm trying to find a boyfriend here there's no, there's no game here right and um, and i i i like just I mean, I use a lot of the techniques now. They're they're quite integrated into me, but like it was it was shocking. I mean, it was literally as I said before. I was like, I want to do what I see on TV. I'm inspired by that. All right, theater school is they say is what you're supposed to do, and then you're doing all kinds of weird breathing exercises, sense memory exercises. You know, you're moaning a lot and crying a lot. You don't even know why you're crying, right? And then. And then you're like, this is theater school. And then the messed up thing, in my opinion, this messed up, is they accept a certain amount uh, for first year. Then you have to audition to get back into second year. Whoa. So wow. if you, yeah. So if you don't like, if you don't 
make the cut, then you're still in university, but without a major. Wow. wow. Yeah. And Man. so I think we entered with 30 students and about, what was it, 17 graduated after the third year. Wow. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I was so, not expecting that either. Rukia, I'm doing some quick math here. And uh, your age is on IMDb. You're my age. We're the same age, born in the same year. Um, no, we're not. Yes, true Someone, story. Someone, if anyone's listening to this podcast, please go onto my Wikipedia and change it. Okay, I got a funny story about that. Yeah, uh, okay. it's, yeah sorry. You no, totally had a question. No, go but, ahead. You do your story first. Okay, okay. Because it says 1983, and yep. I'm actually born 1980. Okay. Yes. Huh. So when I first started acting, my sister was like, oh, it's Hollywood. You need to be young to be in Hollywood. Uh, and I'm like, Oh yeah, right. You're right. So, 1983, like not even a decade younger, or like no birthday at all. So, and then about I don't know, nine nine years later or whatever, I was you know I'm kind of getting a little bit more traction, and I'm like I want to be honest about who I am. I contacted IMDb. I couldn't. I couldn't retract it. Wow. And uh, so it's kind of stuck. And now since Van Helsing. It's kind of just spread. So everyone thinks I am three years less than what I actually am. <laughs> well, but I celebrated a pretty big birthday the other day. Yeah, so, well, yeah. I think we can all do the math there. But what I, I think what's fascinating to me is you answer my question because I'm sitting here going, you said you fast-tracked high school, but you really doogie housered that thing. I mean, like, yeah. if you were born when I think you were born, then you were done with high school, like 13 or 14, and you're a yeah, genius. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, All right. Not, no. I was done with high school, I think at 17 yeah. or 18. Yeah. And, uh, and then I went straight to college afterwards. Gotcha. That's funny. Cause yeah. you said you fast tracked. I'm like, she really fast. No, she's <laughs> next level. She's yeah, next level. She really did it. Very impressive. You, um, you just did a, a movie. We just reviewed it, uh, with Joe Wagner. We've talked, yes. to Joe, we've talked to Joe before and Jill's somebody who didn't go to acting school and right. Jill's still this really impressive actor. Who's, who's really fun to watch. If, if someone was coming to you, they're like, I want to get into acting. Would you encourage them to go to acting school? Or would you encourage them to try to figure it out on their own base? Kind of just watch, watch a bunch of actors and try to figure it out on your own. What would you say to them? Um, I don't think you should ever watch a bunch of actors and try to figure it out. Otherwise, you're just imitating, right? Yeah. Um, I would always say do something theater-based. There's a lot of classes out there that are theater-based, and then most colleges will be theater-based as well. And I think whether, I mean, it's more of a personality thing. If you're the type to go to college and be studious and, like, do the art history courses, do the philosophy courses, because it's not just acting that you do, right? Um then yeah, by all means, try your best to get into an acting school, right? And one where the teachers are still working, that's important because a lot of them are unfortunately failed actors. Ooh, this braid's going crazy. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, I, 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 I question the relevance of what they're actually mm. teaching straight up, you know? Mm. And, um, and that's where the benefit of some of the acting schools, especially here in Vancouver are beneficial because the teachers are actually working. They'll cancel class and reschedule a class to make it work or get another teacher in who's also a working actor. Wow. So everything that they are learning that you as a student are learning is actually relevant. So wow. what's been the uh, hardest part for you as an actor? Like what's the hardest part of being an actor? Oh man, there's so much being broke. 
Mm. <laughs> it's hard working a job that you don't want to do because you're broke because you haven't landed an audition. That's hard. I mm. uh, get starting to get traction can be hard as well because you expect to be booking. You're getting a callback after a callback after a callback, and oh, they went in a different direction. What mm. direction? You're gonna have to watch and find out, right? Do you? Uh, uh, is there? I think that's hard. Is there an audition for something that you really wanted? that we would have heard of that you didn't get, but came close that you're just oh. like, man. Oh, I don't know if I can disclose it in October. I did like four rounds for a new pilot with a bunch of like Emmy golden globe nominated producers. And it went in a different direction. Oh man. Oh, man. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you have I'm a, excited to watch the show though. Do you, do you have a story like early on, like, you really do have quite an eclectic filmography. I mean, I would love to just talk to you about Cabin in the Woods at some point, but mm -hmm. um, early on, you're getting all these, I assume they're primarily filmed in Canada, shows yeah. that are kind of, or like a TV movie or, or what have you. Do you have an experience where you're like, you can distinctly remember being on the set and being like, this whole production is trash. I had to take this because I'm broke. Um, yeah. Can't believe I'm in this. Can't believe yeah. it's a, a credit yeah. for me. Uh, there's my worst experience. My worst experience. Um, I'll just say it was a Lifetime movie. I won't disclose which one it was. Um, so you can just do some digging in there. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> the, um, the director and the star, I don't know what had crawled up their butts, um, <laughs> but it must have been prickly because they were prickly with everybody wow. from the second i stepped onto set i was given this condescending bs about oh you look like a whore and i'm like i am fully covered up here why oh why why like nice to meet you too oh, right gee. i had yeah like just crazy stuff i wanted to go home so badly and i'm like that was day one wow um, boy yeah yeah, Holy yeah, smokes. but it's been it's been far and few in between. Like they're difficult shoots. You work with like all kinds of personalities, right? But my my attitude is always like I get to play pretend yeah. for a living. <laughs> I get to do exactly what my kids are doing on the weekends yeah. for, for money. That's right. So yeah. like, why am I being you know pissy about stuff? And yeah. Um, yeah, and I can't stand actors who actually get pissy about it. And uh, that was a really, really bad experience. Well, yeah. one of these days we're going to have one like that on our show. We just haven't yet. Yeah, I, right, I can't exactly. wait for that interview. Yeah, because I'm going to make it as fun as I possibly can. <laughs> um, but everybody we have on from is the Hallmark amazing, world yeah. is just so nice. It's like, man, they're all really nice. This is just how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there another like? Do you have any like? I, I guess we usually ask you've been working for 20 years. Um, yeah. uh, any story of meeting someone that sticks out to you or an audition that went really poorly that sticks out to you? A lot of people have a funny, bad audition story or meeting someone that they can't believe they met uh, working on a movie. A anything like yeah. that sticks out to you? Yeah. Um, well, off the top of the most embarrassing audition I've ever had. Oh God. What was that movie? I think it was honey. Like oh, some hip hop you, yeah. movie. Like I have a dance background, right? And when I first started, I was like, oh, yeah, I can pop it and lock it, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so I went up for this audition and I'm going along the process. I'm getting the call back. They're like, okay, now we're going to have a dance audition to see if you can actually dance. And the choreographer's doing the routine. And, you know, I was skinny and 
like feeling good about myself, you know, and it's 2001. So everyone's that pseudo Britney Styles, Britney Spears style, right? So I have my, <laughs> my crop top on yeah. and my belly's all out. And then I have like spandex pants, which were way too tight. They didn't have stretch in them, right? <laughs> but they look good. Yeah. I was like, oh, hip hop, I can get away with it. It's, and it's filmed. So I have to look good. And I thought I looked good. Anyway, we're doing this dance move. You jump around, you bend down, you flip up. The oh hair's supposed to go, right? And the back of my pants ripped. Oh, boy. Like, <laughs> right? Like, you're seeing the sun shining bright here, right? Oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> and the producers are there. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I couldn't finish the dance. <laughs> I crumbled into myself and I was like I, I need to get out of here and needless to say like I had like my jacket around my waist to oh cover my up and have a change of pants goodness yeah. by far the most embarrassing audition I've ever done that, that is fantastic. that may be our best story <laughs> yeah. for that question that's unreal oh, so you got the part right yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, there's no casting couch situation there. So no, I. I uh, <laughs> what's the thing? What what? Uh, take homework out of it. What's the production or show or movie you've been a part of that you're most proud of? Oh, that I'm most proud of. That's a big question. There's a lot that I've been a, a part of that. Uh, okay, well, Hallmark aside, because I think my favorite Hallmark. Um, movie like that I'm part of is the one winter weekend. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I've got, I've grown quite close to Taylor. Um, so Hallmark aside, um, I think I'd have to say Van Helsing, uh, mm. the sci-fi show I've been on for, you know, I guess they're going into fifth season now. Um, the first three episodes that we shot were, I don't know. It was a game-changing moment for me when I when you book your first series after so many years of trying so hard to get the series and um, and you get it and then you're responsible for this role. And when I auditioned for the part, she was human. And then I read the first three episodes and I'm a vampire in a cage. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? We've all been there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if I had a yeah. nickel so for that, every script. That was- that was it, and I got and I got ended up being nominated for that a few wow. times, and um, and uh, I think that was a proud moment for me because it was um, a moment that I was scared, I was so nervous, I was so worried that I was going to get fired, and um, and I didn't, and it was quite the opposite. People mm. were very encouraging and complimentary, and you know, what's yeah. The, what's the biggest challenge of acting on a uh, on a series like bringing that new dynamic to a character? What is that? more difficult in a lot of ways? Is there some complications that come with having to kind of flesh out your character? What's the process for doing that? That whole yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, the, the hard part about, um, carrying a character for a series is often the writers don't quite know where the character is going to go. They have an idea what they dream about, um, but then network comes in and like is like we're the chef now and this is what mm. we need. So you know things change and and you know for me it was more of a personal growth thing because I was so worried that I was going to be fired and like 
and like, oh, this is great. This is great. And then I would see things and I'm like, mm, but didn't we? But I wouldn't say anything. And so I stopped doing that after season two because I'm like, that's BS. Um, and I could see the writers were actually very grateful for the catches and the inspiration because they're, you know, they're, they're human. Yeah. And, um, and uh, yeah, so I became, uh, I think, and that's when it actually became really fun, especially on a show like Van Helsing, which was very open to actor feedback. Um, the process, uh, that was an interesting one, especially for those first three episodes, because, um, uh, you know, I'm a vampire. <laughs> okay. What, what's a vampire in this world? No one knows you're deciding that Rikia. And I'm like, ah, great. Okay. So I have free reign here. Hmm. No one's really giving me any specific direction. They're kind of like, you know, she's like, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And then, <laughs> and they had a lot of dialogue for the character, which I was like, I don't know how this is going to play out this dialogue. Cause some of it is, is just weird. And I was like, I think I can just play this in an emotional grunt instead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so that's what I chose to do. Cause I'm like, I think it'll elevate it a little and make her more mysterious and like have her going off. Right. And, um, and uh, I was inspired by my dog, who's passed away since, mm. um, who was a Shih Tzu, who I always thought was the most fiercest Shih Tzu I've ever experienced. <laughs> she used to pee in my ex-boyfriend's house, and she never peed. And I thought that was pretty bad ass. Is that a bad word? Sure, go for um, it. No, that's totally know. worth that there, for sure. Yeah, and, uh, and she had, like, this underbite, right? And her out like that. So that's where I, I kind of, she used to growl at me when I was take her out in the rain because she hated the rain. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, and so I kind of was inspired by her. Like, it's like I'm my dog and I don't want to go out in the rain and I'm stuck here. Man. Love it. Love rain. that. Yeah. So uh, I'm a little bit of a film nerd, and that's probably why I hate the Hallmark movies, but... I, w I have one more question for you, and then I think we'll segue to Hallmark. Um, okay. You had what probably is a day on the day uh, the Earth stood still. It just says student. I've, I've not seen. No, I that I can't get rid of that credit either. Okay. I was hired on that. I was hired as a teacher, and then two weeks before we started shooting, they were like, mm, "We we don't need you anymore. Here's a paycheck. Bye." So they and paid then, you for that. And yes. And then they added me to the credit. And once again, I'm DB. I'm like, hi, I'm not actually in this movie. <laughs> well, my question was about the director of that movie, which I assume you did not get to meet then. No, I'm okay. just as I'm just as curious. Wow. Well, the movie is like one of the biggest flops of all time. So you dodged a bullet there, but you're still attached <laughs> to it. So I don't know how to <laughs> yeah, make yeah. any heads. How many, how many mistakes are there on your IMDb? We're really oh, just God. getting to the There's, bottom of it. Um, Were you in the movie with the rock? Was that the game plan? What is that movie? No, that's the Tewksbury. I was actually in that. Okay. And, like, my role, if you blink, you will miss me. I was, like, when he comes in, he's too fair and he's blowing, you know, fairy dust in everyone's face. And I was supposed to have dialogue with him, but then they changed it out at the last minute to mm. someone else. So I'm just, I'm just a background me member there. Really? You know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Tis the biz. Tis yep. the biz. Tis the uh, biz is let's, right. Let's talk about uh, Hallmark. Uh, I think it's your, your Instagram bio says you're, you're every BFF and Hallmark. <laughs> yeah. 
you you do you are just a good friend in these movies. You're just a great friend. You're always there. Um, let's talk about how you kind of got into the Hallmark world and what that world has kind of meant to you as a as a person and as an actor for your yeah. career. The Hallmark world has been an interesting one. You know, um, in all honesty, it's uh, I'm Vancouver based, and they shoot. I don't know, approximately 80, maybe 85 of their movie percent mm. of their movies here in Vancouver. So it's bread and butter for a lot of the actors and crew here. And, um, you know, I started doing them uh, as I consider it my kind of rise as uh, stuff started, you know, started sticking a lot more. I think the first one I did was that Henry Winkler one. Yeah, so the most wonderful different. time of the year. Most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, I did yeah. that one. And I mean, yeah. And then after that, I think I did the music teacher and there was some time off as I, I was having children. Um, but things really started cooking a couple of years ago with the first Christmas in Evergreen yeah. um, because there's a couple of network executives that really got behind me and um, and really pushed me out there and uh, and they're interested in seeing me as more than just a BFF mm. and uh, so that's how Christmas in Evergreen got there that's how the One Winter Weekend series got there and uh, yeah and that's been my journey with Hallmark. So, so how did you get like how did you land the first one like how did you land the first Hallmark the, the most wonderful time of the year how did you oh land my that? god I, that's a funny story. Uh, so I have a cabin here in Vancouver. It's boat access only. And when the storms come up, like you don't go. But I had that audition and two other ones. And my agent was able to line them up all boom, 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 boom. Because my husband and I, we were doing a little solo vacay and we're not going to do any work stuff. And I'm like, three auditions. You know, it's been a slow year for me. I really should go. We pounded through all kinds of waves and stormy weather, oh, no. and I, and it was incredible. And be, I guess because I didn't care so much about the audition, I went in, you know, just I didn't even shower. I just threw something pretty on, slammed some makeup on, did it, boom, did the other one, boom, did the other one, boom, and went back to the cabin. And by the time I got back there and we pounded through the ocean again, um, I booked all three. Wow. wow. Yeah. Booked all three. What yeah. a day. We talked yeah. to, I don't know if we should say who we talked to, but an, a Hallmark actress who yeah. said that the, the key to getting these smaller roles, these commercial auditions and nailing it is to bring your kid with you to the audition. She literally said, if I bring my kid, I'm more worried about my kid behaving in the lobby. So I go in, I just do it. I go out and I always get it. Who are her her angel kids? My kids uh, are just like, mommy, 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 Yeah, that's right. I'm like, I'm trying to focus here so I can get some work here, man. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's funny. You know, one of the things I I like about the Evergreen movies uh, so much is that there's uh, there's more than just that. Hey, here's somebody in the background who says some words like your, your yeah. story actually, uh, evolves with the, the trilogy now. And mm-hmm. I thought that your, uh, your relationship in the third one was actually the best part of that. Yes, movie. Easily. Um, yeah, and, and so talk about that. Cause that is a little bit different for Hallmark. Hallmark has these, these, these characters that are just there just to, to show up, but your character is kind of evolving. So, what is that like as an actor knowing that you're not the leading girl, but your story does matter and your story does add something more to the the story. So what is that? Yeah. Like? Yeah. That that's um that's a good question because staying in BFF land is, is daunting. I'll be honest. And, um, 
And, you know, as a, on a personal level, you want to grow your career. And so I've been so grateful that they have recognized my passion and I like rom-coms. And, um, and so it's been nice to be mo- moving into story arc world where your character has an arc and there's a journey that, that she goes on. Um, I'd like to do more of that. And uh, and I'm curious to see what 2020 is going to bring. You going to be? Are you going to be a leading lady in one of these things? Are you going to be the lead? I, I want to be. Hey, I if you're be. listening right now, Hallmark execs, Michelle Vickery and Frank If you're listening, whoever's in charge, if you if whoever's in charge over there these days, have we got a Rukia <laughs> Bernard for you? That's right. We've got one right here. She's wonderful. She's dynamic. I would I would Let's love to see Rukia Bernard as the lead in a Hallmark movie. I, I think, think the world. I think the world's ready for it. That's right. The world's I think ready. everyone's ready. People have been e- tweeting and all over Hallmark was going to be a lead. So we'll see, you know. Let me ask we'll you this. Does the time that the BFF has to be on set, is it still all 15 days? Like, I, the hearts of winter. Yes. Like, for me, it is. Yeah. For me, it is. Yeah. I, I, like, normally, normally, I'll tell you what it is. Normally, these movies shoot in about 15 days, yeah. right? And then, so if you are the BFF role out of the 15 days, you're probably going to get anywhere between four, if it's a smaller BFF part, to about seven, eight days, right? Now, nowadays, I think Hallmark is really interested in having my face on screen. If it's a 15 day shoot, I can guarantee 11 out of those. Well, I know Hearts of Winter, I felt like you're like, we watched it this morning. And so it was fresh in my mind. But you have a lot of scenes with Jill. I mean, a, a, a lot Locked, of like yeah. not a like standard. The BFF shows up for for their their sage advice, and then they go. That didn't happen in this movie. Like you're there yeah. with her pretty much the whole time, unless she's got some alone time with Grant. Aside from yeah. that, you're with her. Like how many days were you were you shooting every day? Almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Man. It was not. It was nice because I'm not in every scene, yeah. so my days were like yeah. eight hour days. Get I'm some like, downtime. goodbye. Yeah. I'm gonna sleep now. That's right. <laughs> Get some downtime. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Hallmark, there's 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 such a push right now from outside of Hallmark for <laughs> yeah. more diversity in Hallmark, and Hallmark's yeah. been a little bit hush unless they're forced to talk about it, then they talk about it. Uh, you mentioned that Hallmark likes to have your face on. On camera, so they're aware, right? What is yeah. that like for for someone for who is is a person of color who needs to work, who wants to work, likes doing these movies, um, but you're also kind of caught up in this conversation that's being had, and you know that Hallmark, uh, like they want to move, but like, are they just? Am I just being cast to be like? How do you deal with all of that, knowing that that conversation's kind of going I on like, outside of I- it? I think, I mean, I, I mean, it's not just Hallmark that needs more diversity. It's pretty much every single network out yeah. there, including mm-hmm. including BET. They, I mean, they should diversify too in other ways, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and my whole attitude is, you know, you're not changing the game unless you're playing the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's been my mo. And I mean, the fact of the matter is, I love romantic comedies, yeah. so. <laughs> It's kind of an ideal network for me to work with, especially since they they shoot here in my home in my hometown. Hometown, it's not my hometown. I'm from Toronto, but in my home here in Vancouver, yeah. it's a uh, it's a nice merging. And the more my face is out there, the more it's representing people that look like me. Yeah, but, and that's I, a good thing. I'm going to ask this if you don't want to answer it because you still work for Hallmark. That's totally fine. But like you, I guarantee you, since you were in Most Wonderful Time of the Year and you were in a movie that literally aired 
two days ago, you've seen the evolution of how people yeah. of color are used in these movies from yeah. literally being a token character, like literally yeah. show up. We do have color on screen, move forward to what it is now. Do you, do you think there's something that's stopping from that barrier to, to continue to, to fall when it comes to leads? Because in, in the Christmas season of 18, there were five movies with yeah. people of color leads in 19. There was only four. Do you think yeah. there's something that's stopping that? And if you don't, I know they write checks for you. If you don't want to answer it, it's totally fine. But I, I do have to ask. Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming there's something there, right? Um, and I don't know whether things will change post commercial pull, put back drama, you know, everything that has happened. I'm actually quite curious to see my tripod's dipping a lot. We're still dipping. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm very curious to see what Hallmark will do from yeah. here on forward. Uh, uh, maybe I'll just leave it at that yeah. because, um, you know, I, they are well aware of, of the need for diversity in their network. They have told me so directly because mm. I have raised the issue with them. And, um, and so we'll, we'll just have to see mm. what happens. Yeah. Christmas Great. and Evergreen 4. That's right. It's the one. It's the one. Like starring it is the, Rukia Bernard. It's the That's story. all I want to hear. It's the story. People <coughs> care. That's, That's the right. only story I cared That's about true. in That's this true. third one. It's the only one I cared about. Yeah. yeah I the, even, the third I, one was the weakest by no, a mile. I don't even remember who the leads what were. That's how little I cared about that. Giant advent wall and doing crazy yeah. things from 50 don't years. Don't care about so that. Dumb, but your care, your storyline was great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks, man. That was fun to shoot, man. That was really fun to shoot. Is that where had you met Jill Wagner before? Yes, because okay. she was the girl in the second one. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. That's right. That's right. yeah. That's right. and so, but between that one and this one, like, I like, I like Jill, man. She's my homegirl. I was just at her Vancouver baby shower, and um, yeah, <laughs> well, and, you, uh, your rapport with her in this new movie is is really a lot of fun. Like, there's a natural was, back and that forth. That was supernatural. Yeah. That was like a lot of us, you know, you know, we get what the writers doing here, but like the way how Jill and Rakia would do this dialogue in this situation, that's what we did a lot of. And she is so brilliant in an improvisatory way. And I love improv so much that it was just easy to really ping pong with her. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. When, when, uh, when was that one shot? Was it November? That was in November. It was shot. Yeah, so I'm in, like, uh, there's so much Chris for Hallmark. Christmas is the is the baby, right? It's when yeah. everybody's watching it and they dip out a little bit and uh, the, the rest of the year and then it rises back up in November, December. Um, for somebody who acts in these movies, do you is there is there any extra emphasis like, hey, this is a Christmas movie, Christmas Evergreen. This is a, a serious movie. This is the third Christmas in Evergreen. Is there any extra pressure to make this one Christmas Evergreen better than, let's say, Hearts of, what was it? Hearts, Hearts of Winter. Hearts of Winter. Yeah. Is there any, any more emphasis on like, hey, let's get this one right? Um, yeah, I kind of always feel that yeah. <laughs> it's my face out there. I'm like, it better be good. Do you still get stressed out whenever you get on set? It doesn't matter the set or, or do you feel more comfortable now? I'm really comfortable now. Mm. I'm uh, I try to be a tiger on set in terms of making sure the story is king so that no one's like pulling diva moves or anything like that. I try to be 
up front, I, I like it. I like it when the crew's on top of their game as well, and everyone's on top of their game. But mm. as long as there's that attitude, everyone's having fun, and then that translates into the what, movie. What um, What's tougher? Uh, I assume to shoot an episode of Van Helsing, did you get a week to shoot an episode of Van Helsing? We shoot those ones in about 10 to 12 okay. days. Oh so, yeah. oh, so you almost get as much time as a, a feature. Um, what's tougher? <laughs> uh Shooting a, a, a show like Van Helsing, where you have to play the same character, build the arc, but not knowing where the character is going to go for sure, or mm-hmm. knowing your entire character arc and hallmark, but only having 15 days to make sure you get the take right and get it right. What's tougher? Yeah, no, yeah number two Number two is easier. When you know where your character is going, then you just got to do your homework. Um, but when, you know, we're like, Woo! season two of Van Helsing and then you open up the script you're like oh this is where we're going and like oh yeah you know there were network notes and blah 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 this is what they want to see we're going to introduce this character and blah 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 we want to move your character in this direction I'm like oh first season you guys had this direction they're like yeah that's not happening anymore so (laughs) so that can be frustrating from time to time that can be a little frustrating if you get attached to plot points the way how you would a novel but um, I've learned with character, you just kind of go with it. Because even Hallmark, you know, some of the movies we're shooting, you, you get script pages, and, you know, oh, we're going to shoot this instead today. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, great. I haven't learned those lines. Great, let's do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you just got to roll with the punches. Yeah, I'm interested. You, and maybe you already have, and I just don't know it, but you do seem like somebody who has opinion and cares about the story and all that stuff. Is there, uh, is there, is there, a, <laughs> is, there a, is there a part of me, a part of you that wants to do something more than, than act? Do you want to direct? Do you want to write? Oh, hells yeah. I want to mm-hmm. direct so badly. I've written scripts and trying to find money uh, for a short film that I want to do before I have to go out and get a loan from the bank for myself. <laughs> <laughs> you should talk to Ashley yeah. Williams. Ashley Williams just directed her first I short film. I Right yeah, now. she's at Sundance Festival yeah. right now. That's who you should talk Can to. Can I interest you in Christmas and Evergreen 4? Now, let me tell you, sure. I've got a whole idea out. for you. You write I don't it, think Rakia wants to write Christmas and Evergreen 4. I don't think she has any <laughs> desire. And that could what be me. What are your ideas? What, what would you think Christmas and Evergreen 4 is going to be about? Let, just you. And, and the problem is, that's all the I problem care is about. making her the star is that Evergreen always starts with someone, one of the two coming in from out of town, and she's already in love with that guy. That's true. So That's it would true. be very difficult to make that movie. Mm. I would rather we see, have to re- see unless unless they're the wedding planner that comes into town. Okay. What if like a prequel? What if they leave Evergreen? I, I want to see a then it's not Christmas in Evergreen. But it's Christmas no, in no, it's no, Christmas. No. With Evergreen out of it, I want to see her in a lead that's not a sequel. I want her to get her own franchise. Yeah. That's what Thank I want. Thank you. Um, so I, I want to go back real quick. You said Van Helsing was twelve days for an episode. No, sorry, I need to correct you, correct myself. Two episodes. We okay. blocked you, Van Helsing. Okay, yeah. I was about to say because if you're spending almost two hundred days on a thirteen episode TV show, that mm-hmm. is getting it. Okay, <laughs> that that makes more no, sense. No, no, but there are a lot of uh, that's just a budgetary thing. But there's a lot of TV shows out there that will shoot you know fifteen days an episode. So if they have money, well, you, you've got like HBO, like they're shooting yeah. something like, yeah, when they, they give Damon Lindelof nine episodes of Watchmen, I, I, he probably gets as much time as he wants to do whatever he wants. Yes. But like, man, hell, <laughs> I assume that shot in Canada. Is that accurate? Yeah. yeah so yeah. two episodes in 12 days, that makes more yeah. sense. And do you do yeah. it all? Was that just 75 days? You just knock it all out? Uh, pretty much. I mean, there's been a few years that we've had a hiatus of like three weeks or a month where we get that off. Um, but normally we're shooting, uh, February to June, Mish. Okay. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Does anybody have any more homework questions before we dive into the rapid fire round? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. It's time. Good. It's time for the rapid fire. We each get to ask you three questions. You have to answer them as quickly as you can. Uh, one might say as rapidly as possible. Yeah, just fire away. That's exactly rapidly. right. Uh, Dan, you're you're really good at being on the spot. You go first. Yeah, your dream director to work for. Ah, uh, Spike Lee. Mm. Favorite book. Ooh, The River Between. It's a mm. Kenyan book. Mm. Ooh, okay. Uh, uh, favorite favorite candy? Uh, licorice. Oh, okay. Red, red, not red. black. Yeah, of course. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're not yeah. monsters. Uh, <laughs> your favorite Spike Lee movie? Oh, that's hard, You got to pick one. I think, I think Do the Right Thing mm. was cool, but I love watching She's Gotta Have It, the original. Because wow. that was like groundbreaking for Man. him, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, Do the Right Thing's mine. Uh, best Vacation. Best vacation is the one I just got home from. Uh, we went to Kenya, Zanzibar, and Tanzania. I saw family. I went to the beach, and I saw lions in a safari. It was it was dope. Oh, wow. and, I'll, and I'll go back. Malcolm X, I think, is actually my favorite one. I think stylistically okay. it, was, it was more subtle, which I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, uh, what If you weren't acting, what would you be doing? Interior designing. Ooh, really? <laughs> wow. But is, it the, is it the map system? Would you be doing the map system? <laughs> that is the dumbest thing in the well, world. The map well, I system. Used, well, I used to decorate. I used to decorate. It was the dumbest thing in the world, the map system. Shame <laughs> on you, man. All interior design is a form of that. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. And I, I don't have Jill Wagner here. We, we have interviewed her before. We'll do it yeah. again. But she made a movie over Christmas called Christmas uh, Wishes and Mistletoe Kisses. I don't yes. know if you've seen it, but basically she goes into a guy's house. He's a widower with a son, or, and she redecorates his house, and she takes him on all these shopping trips. It's literally the same movie. As oh, the, really? Yeah, it's the same exact no, movie. I never saw that one. And I just can't believe she made the same movie twice in a row, and I thought maybe you'd seen it, but you hadn't. My no, last... I haven't seen it, although that's a good tongue twister. What yeah, is it? Christmas, Christmas wishes, wishes and Mistletoe Kisses. Ooh, that's a good vocal warm-up. Yeah, yeah, that's a practical yeah. thing. All right, <laughs> most expensive drink you've ever had, consumed, or purchased? Someone else oh, could have... most, most expensive drink yeah. I've ever consumed? Okay, so I was in Vietnam, and they have uh, a drink that was so good. It was about this big. Uh-huh. You pour it. It lights on fire before, you know, you don't drink it, of course, like that. Yeah. And it was um, it was a faux cocktail, they call it, because it was based in the soup, like the, the Vietnamese oh, yeah. faux soup. Yeah. It was so good. Well, how much was it? I don't know. It was like 20 American. Wow. And in Vietnam. Tw- I got to add 30% on top of that. It's yeah. expensive, in, man. Tw- in Vietnam, 20 Americans, like a hundred dollars. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's crazy town. I mean, I mean, I mean, I've had expensive wine and stuff, but I don't know names of wine. I just like drinking it. That's yeah. right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, what are you listening to right now? Best album. Uh, Igor, Tyler, the creator. I was just nice. listening mm. to him earlier. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If you could, uh, if you could go anywhere that you haven't been before, where would you go? Ooh, this kind of sounds crazy, and I think it would be boring after a little while. But the moon. Wow, <laughs> that's, that's a great, great answer. answer. That's, a great that's the answer. best one. Yeah, you'd probably get a little lonely, but yeah. you could do it. I mean, like how crazy would it be to be able to look back and be like, "Oh my god!" That's like, <laughs> like here you can see. 
things and then they're like this tiny right but then after a while i suppose it's like a cruise you're like more water more space oh there's earth again (laughs) you have the the story topper for all story toppers you let everybody else go and you're like well i went to the moon so i went to the moon i do wonder like if they were to like put like like make the moon into a thing like and they could send like so many people like would i want that to be me if i knew there were going to be other people there you could get a job maybe there's one job there i don't know i don't know i don't don't know know. that's a tough slow what would that job be like the air guy whoops i lost my air no problem here you go though 75 (laughs) dollars oxygen tank salesman i'm the oxygen guy (laughs) that's right you need any more of that because i got it you good on air you good on air all right i'm gonna keep moving Uh, yeah. We did it. We, we did, did it. Man. Wow. Rukia, you are just so kind to give of your time to us. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. We wish you all the best. Tell people how they can find you. If you are you doing the social medias, anything like yeah, that? Yeah, I'm on the social media. Um, you can find me on uh, Instagram is usually the best uh, at Rakia.Bernard. Twitter at Rakia Bernard and then Facebook. I have a fan page, so you can find me there, although I'm not very good at responding there. So check me out on Instagram or Twitter is better. I gotcha. love it. Thank yeah. you. We can't wait Thank to see you. Can't wait to see your Hallmark movie where you're leading this that's year. That's right. Yeah, the, year. the year of Rakia. Right. I like it. It's the year. Start a and hashtag. That's right. I like it. Um, and we always send the uh, episode the same way, and it feels weird because it's January and it just happened. But may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast presented by Friendly TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina at the flagship property studios on East Coffee Street. For more information, go to deckthehallmark.com.